Hello Gilles fans and welcome to Gilles in the Blood Injury Time, back at the headquarters. Oh yes, we have a special guest this week. Can you guess who it is, Gilles fans? <laughs> you fucking mean special? <laughs> Cheeky bastard. Right, well that's ruined it, hasn't it? I was yeah. going to give you a big introduction. Well, I've got so much wrote down of all the stats over the years of news you've got. No, no. No, I'm not doing it again, I was joking. Do drum roll. No, I was joking What's about that. Belly, you haven't got any... You're not going to be no, nasty no. to me, are you? Um, obviously... <laughs> We welcome Mr. Jules in the Blood, Mr. Talksport himself, Matt. <laughs> Hello, you alright? Thanks for having me on. Yes, good. Pleasure for all three of us to be here. Hopefully, I've been looking forward to it, actually. I've been looking forward to it all week. Yeah. Looking forward to the food arriving as well. Yeah. A bit hungry, aren't we? Someone it's like did the three stages it. of meat and chips. <laughs> there's just meat and chips, then there's meat and chips with sauce, and then there's me on the end with meat and chips and sauce and salad. We know how to live life on a Friday night. All snug on a little sofa yeah. and order kebabs. <laughs> uh, we've got FIFA to come, haven't yes, we? Yes, we have. For the cut of practice games. Yeah. Let's not Someone about got that. a bit angry already, didn't they? <laughs> right, let's move on. Someone doesn't like losing, but yeah. No one. Right, we, you're going to take up this whole time just talking <laughs> shit again like normal? Like last week? Yeah, last we apologise for last week, by the we way. It was, it was awful. We've actually wrote stuff down this week. We've got a few bits planned, so hopefully it'll be a lot better. Um, we made a Twitter account, didn't we, boys? You, you did, did yeah. Oh, I did. Very nice as well. well we I think... assisted with a... Was it a bio or a bio? A bio. A bio, yeah. B-O's in. B-O's in the office. That's his name. B-O. Um, yeah, so the Twitter account's up and running, so uh, anyone that listens to the pod that's not followed yet, give it a follow. We've got a few things going on there at the moment, such as a, a poll going. That's got <laughs> another... Date. Yeah. Poll. That's almost as long-winded as that fucking dating story last week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but this has been going a few years, this yeah, story. Yeah, four um, years now. The poll's there, so we want your votes. I voted. Yeah, we know what you Stocky's voted. in the right. It's not a vote. It's Shut just, up. Not in, <laughs> don't come at me, people. But oh. if you're voting for Foz, you're simply you need wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next to me around on his leg, of course you're going to vote for him. We had a few comments in the week um, in regards to just random stuff, really. Neil Last said, how do you run tent hooks? That was his comment in yeah. relation to tonight's That'll pod. That'll probably happen tomorrow. Yeah, we'll take a trip down there. And Greg Lewis asked uh, in regards to last week and the toilet roll <laughs> is it bulk buying or is it used for dogging after your story so um, to be confirmed well he didn't get anywhere with the dogging so was it just for wanking on his own <laughs> <laughs> and already the tone of his pod's been like yeah. well, we, 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 we haven't mentioned wanking once and <laughs> you come in <laughs> mentioned twice. so we did warn people that we were going to be even less professional than we are on the channel Oh, yeah, because so. we're professional, aren't we? All the time. Um, the other news in regards to the pod is we switched... Is it hosting site? Is that the technical term for it? We're on a new app. Yeah, we're, we're on a new app. Anchor. Basically, Simon... Simon? Simon, rather. Uh, runs Jules 365. Yeah, very helpful in getting us switched over and hopefully this will make the pod more accessible. Very helpful. What has he fucking done it all for us? Yeah, <laughs> and we might as well have just gone to him in the start, to be honest. So, uh, cheers for that, Simon. Right, so... Boys, moving on to Jill's. Yes. We're going to keep it minimal uh, to start with because we've got a lot of... Silly shit to get through. Silly social media stuff to go through, which I'm looking forward to. Um, so we're going to start with the Stephen Evans. Stephen Evans. Stephen. Oh, Stephen. I've had a mare. 
We like the same kind Paula of Paula We like, like the same kind of blue suit though, I've noticed. You do. Like, I did that it was a little bit concerning. That yeah. was like he looked like you in about twenty years. He looked like he'd eaten you. So <laughs> he looked like you'd eaten Boz. <laughs> like, like Russian dolls. <laughs> but <it was> Russian <laughs> dolls. <laughs> dolls from C and A. Rustlers dolls. <laughs> Uh, so, Matt, me and you went over uh, during the week to Steve Evans' Q&A. We've done a vlog about Steven. it. Stephen Evans. We did, yes. Um, quite interesting, weren't it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. And it Is goes back we've got to... we got to be serious for a couple of minutes? And we well, no, no, we can do it whatever way we want. Can't say it... buck or fucker. <laughs> yeah, we can say that. It kind of goes to what I said to you. I think it's on our first or second pod where... If you met him, I think he'd be quite interested in that. That was definitely the view I got. The chat that we had with him. Yeah, afterwards, yeah, definitely. And he's, we said he's got, because he's got a Scottish accent, oh, he's good at telling fucking stories, yeah. isn't he? The yeah, one about his story windows would have fucking yeah. done me. That was brilliant. But the best question of the night, which caused copious amounts of tumbleweed to drift across the Great Hall for a good 30 seconds and everyone collectively held their breath, was when someone decided to pipe up about tax dodging Suspended from Boston and Andy Asantana and racist abuse. But um, in fairness, he answered it, didn't he? He did. And he yeah. shut the geezer down quite yeah, quickly. So. Pretty much. And it's just a case of him not reporting his chairman. So basically, yeah, it's a lot of press stuff that made mountains out of molehills, I think, rather than anything else, wouldn't it? But we said he'll ultimately be judged on how many, off, how many times he gets three points, wouldn't he? Exactly. So, any Boz, anything you want to ask in regards to that? Because obviously you didn't go. No, I said to you last night that <clears throat> obviously he's not going to come out and go, by the way, lads, I was guilty. You know, he said what you'd expect him to say, but I, so I wasn't there. It's not really changed my opinion of him, but given the benefit of the doubt, we look forward to the season. Chuck with a signing, Jack Bonham. Very impressed with that. Yeah. Highly rated at Bristol Rovers last season. They wanted to keep him, didn't they? I mean, you've gone off piece like that. We've got Jack Bonham really, chat yeah. coming up. Yeah, that's so part of it, for, wasn't it? He mentioned it. Thanks so. for ruining that, Buzz. Anything else you want to ruin that we've not discussed yet? Well, we'll jump to the end, we've if got, you like. We've got a fucking agenda for a reason. Is that what it is? No decorum. Agenda. <laughs> I don't say that at all. It's like a child's when they're listening to the crowd. does it? <laughs> no, Buzz, carry on. No, I'm done now. Oh, right, well, yeah. God, calm down. Right, we've got a few questions um, on Facebook, on the Facebook page. Uh, Vinny O'Connell asked, any news on developing Priestfield or moving elsewhere? The Brian Moore stand needs to be sorted at some point. It's not changed for 10 years, has it? It's not changed since 15 years. last season. It's not changed since... It's temporary, guys. It's not permanent. It's not changed since Christmas when me and Dave went to see the chairman. It's temporary and has been for however many years, 15, 20 years, because of the fact that Paul Scully keeps promises, promise, <laughs> promising us. What's he doing? Retard. <laughs> um, that we're going to be moving into a new stadium at some point. So it's not going to change, is it? It's not going to change. The, we're not going to redevelop that end. People keep saying, oh, why don't we put a roof on and make it higher? We're not allowed, I think. So. So the houses behind it, isn't it? I think to sum up, there's it's no not good news. It's not changed. Yeah. It hasn't for ages and it probably won't I for a while yet. Last year, when it was announced Medway Council, I thought the likely move was then to, you know, for the stadium move to go somewhere, but I don't know what the benefit was of I Medway think Council. I think that was just of the fact that Mr Scally and Mr Mems had a little bit of a fall in that by all accounts and now they're back, aren't they, and they're best buddies again. 
So yeah. they'll come running onto the Priestfield Stadium that, turf, skipping and jumping. That actually links to a question from Dave Gay on the Facebook group. Any idea what kind of investment members supply the deals with? No. No. <laughs> right. That's, that's Sorry, what was the question? Any idea what kind of investment MEMS supply the deals with? I haven't got a clue. No idea. So I wouldn't know. Let's hope it's a lot. Um, they played for Jack Bottoms' wages, so that's a start. And another uh, question in regards to money. Should Bradley Dack go to either Brighton or Villa? Any idea what kind of payment the deals will receive to invest on players? Fucking hell, Dave. You're all about the money, isn't you? <laughs> money, money, Blimey. money. Cha-ching! Um, money! Isn't it... Is it you're Mr. Football Manager, yeah. isn't it? Twenty percent of the profit. I'm sure it's twenty percent of the profit. Bear in mind, we sold him for seven hundred and fifty k. So if we sold him for a million, which is not, but to make it yeah, easy, yeah. we'd get twenty percent of two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. So if he goes for double digits millions, then we'll make a few quid, won't we? I think so. But I'm not sure again to someone. That's my own opinion. I think his his form dropped off slightly second half of the season. Yeah, he didn't really hear too much but... about him towards the back end of last season, did you? Not all like about that. the old uh, the youngsters at Derby, wasn't it? Mason Mount, Harry Wilson, and all that lot there because they got in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I think had it been January, he'd have gone to a bigger, a better club. But as you say, I think I agree. What you said, his form dropped, so he's probably looking at a bottom half side now. I think. I just, I just think he's, he's better off staying at Blackburn. That's my own personal opinion for another season, or at least till next January. Right, moving on. Yeah. Made a signing. Jack Bonham. Sure Jack Bonham, you've spoken already. about him already. I Come on. Didn't know anything about this? This is brand new news. <laughs> Come on. Over to you, Boz. Yeah, over to you. What you got? Uh, I'm impressed. Done. Next. Right. <laughs> I think we talked about um, that. Also, got a transfer rumour. Oh, from Dutch. From our Dutch correspondent. Well, All the way from the Netherlands. All the way from the Netherlands. We don't like the Netherlands at the moment, do no, we? No, no kids, if you're listening, that's not where Peter Pan comes from. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a proper dad joke right there. <laughs> and to think people have tuned in tonight just because you're on here and you tell jokes like that. Start with your friends. Fucking hell. Just awful. fucking get on with it. Right. right. So, our Dutch correspondent. <clears throat> Mrs. G has just been... I feel like we need like, news at 10 bombs just to, <laughs> just to bring that in. Bong. <laughs> Mrs. G has just been to the deli in Temple Fortune for some artisan gossip and high-end coffee beans. On her way out, she bumped into... Guess who? Guess who she bumped into Is again? Is it Steve Evans' auntie? Auntie who? Violet. Violet. Violet, yes. Violet. Bumped Violet. into Steve Evans up the Violet, who was coming out of the boulangerie next door. Oh. What's a boulangerie? I don't know. She's I think it's a bakery, isn't it? I thought that was a patisserie. <laughs> yeah. No, was a boulangerie like a butchers? Maybe. A deli alley? Right, anyway, who was coming out of the boulangerie next door? She said that Steve has been tapping up Moses Odebajo from Brentford to give extra options on the right and hasn't ruled out an audacious bid for out of contract Millwall striker Steve Morrison. She then pointed to the vanilla slice she just bought, saying it was for Stevie when he pops round to watch Love Island. She (laughs) winked and said, I've warned him though, a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. Right, boys, we've discussed the serious stuff. I say serious, it's about Ish. three minutes long. <laughs> now we're going to move on to the stupid stuff. This week's topic, first impressions. We put a tweet out, put comments on the Facebook group out, asking for everyone's first impressions, but we're going to start with some of ours. Now, Matt, obviously, four episodes in, you've mm-hmm. not experienced the pod atmosphere of the headquarters before. So we're going to kick off with what are 
your first impressions of the Jills in the blood injury good time question. headquarters go headquarters yeah place to be in it Exactly. There's a slightly wonky frame shirt over on that wall. <laughs> there's a yep. slightly wonky clock on the wall opposite. And yep. there's a... Well, that one's quite straight to be fair. Yep. League 2 playoff winners 2009 montage behind us, above us on the sofa. What more do you want? Have you... And a little Jules in the Blood canvas on the older bookshelf, courtesy of my old man. Good old Dale. Who's taken up painting in his retirement blessing. <laughs> Are you enjoying your time in the headquarters? Best day of my life. Well, you yeah. had a kebab, so you must be loving life. Kebab was good, to be fair. When you finally got here, because Boz couldn't say railway road. No, I can't help with the kebab man couldn't he said, understand. Row, row, road. And now everyone knows where we live. <laughs> <laughs> Medway. <laughs> yeah, Medway. We don't live Stoke in Stoke on Trent. <laughs> right, so now we're going to move on. First impressions of each other. So... Who's going to kick things off? I'll go for what I want. Go on then. Didn't have to raise your hand, we're not at school, it's fine. <laughs> and no one can see it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've spoken about my good start to uh, pod life the other day when I tried to um, help move the account along in terms of followers and accidentally tagged um, Brian Stott. some ex-Welsh footballer instead of you. you so we might have some random messages, people calling him an arsehole <laughs> and stuff, thinking, oh, I thought he was a bit of a prick when I first met him. He's probably wondering, who's this twat? <laughs> but yeah. Um, used to play for Bournemouth and Burnley. I followed his career, like I said, just for the surname. I really do remember when we first yeah. came down to League One, we played Bournemouth, you said. <coughs> girlfriend called Rosie yeah and uh, Boz was always really quiet (laughs) lurking in the shadows (laughs) but um, well he still is quite quiet to be fair and he still lurks in some shadows and um, the biggest thing though is his diet is absolutely fucking (laughs) appalling well we've already spoken about the it was like the the evolution of dinner (laughs) just literally chips and donna I do have a shreddy's cupboard as well yeah I, uh, there you go then and uh, Stocky I can't remember first first meeting but I'm going to go with I can't remember first an everlasting long lasting impression was probably 2014 15 do you remember Boz where I'm going with this one when Elliot used to come my stepson <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stocky was recovering from a knee operation and was taking some quite hefty painkillers and basically single handedly evacuated most of the fucking raining in because of his smelly arsehole it was. I thought Elliot might have died. He just started melting into his body. He stopped going. He's not come back. I think he lasted about half a season after that, and then he decided <laughs> against it because of a. Well, just for health and safety reasons. But yeah, I mean, that's it, one of my was overriding funny, memories. But disgusting at the same time. It was so grim. That it whole was, road just fucking empty. It was awful. It was like a smog. It was like early morning <laughs> in India. You just couldn't see the pitch. Not like anything above shoulder height. You just couldn't see the ball if it went above anyone's head. It was, it was beyond rotten. Dirty bastards. <laughs> I can't help that. Boz, over to you. 
first impressions you, I'll be honest, I don't remember. Yeah, see, it's I'm struggling so for long. you. We first met in school, didn't we? And yeah, and I was similar to Matt and soon to hear from Mrs. Boosie. Yeah. Quiet, very quiet. Yeah. Weird looking chap, really. Right, <laughs> that's not really changed. Oddly proportioned. Is this me or him? Huh? It's me. Oh, no, this is me talking about you. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, that's fine, yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's totally approved, yeah. Um, looking chap. Yeah, odd looking chap. Um, yeah, not really much else to add. <laughs> now you've now got to, <laughs> you've got to talk about Matt, first time you met him. Well, I think I did mention it on here, on episode two, maybe. But the shirt? Yeah, it, honestly, <laughs> I, I remember I was coming oh, in the no. pub, and I was thinking, that bloke's really overdressed to be working behind the bar. And then otherwise, was management. From, I couldn't just wander I didn't in know that at shorts time, and did a t-shirt. I didn't know that at all. I'd go to work in shorts and t-shirts sometimes. Um, yeah, and then I thought you're a lifeguard. Generally, I like to pride myself on my football knowledge, but after speaking to you for about half an hour, I thought, well, this bloke's just gazumped me totally. Yeah, that's um, similar to how I first. Stop putting your hand up. No, no I can see it. <laughs> Just giving myself a salute. Yeah. That's stupid, wasn't it? That's what I first thought when I first met you. Is that a Jules game? I remember Boz saying to me, it was a Tuesday night, if I remember rightly, Boz saying that he's bringing... Home. I don't I think know. it was. He's bringing a mate that um, wanted to start coming again. And, yeah, similar to Boz, like, your knowledge, I felt like I was sitting next to Martin Tyler. <laughs> No, I've been going to games with Boz and we just... Well, that's uh, a compliment or not. We used to give people around us nicknames. Yeah, we used to just watch the crowd, but then like, sitting next to you, it was just like... You still non, do? What are you talking about? Yeah, you still do? Yeah, right, it was Shorts. just non-stop. <laughs> it's just non-stop and we've gone strength to strength ever since. I'd like yeah. to... We don't want to quote another well-known podcast that uses back stronger, but we've just got stronger. <laughs> I'd imagine. Piss off, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um... Whose turn is it? I've lost track of who. who um, have we all talked about each other? The only one I've I can think both, of you. I did both of you two, didn't I? Yeah. The only one I can think of you. I was watching you eat a sandwich one day at school, and I thought, "Cool, he's TV. He's like horse." Boz had, <laughs> yeah, I've done, yeah, I've done both of mine because I said Boz had a shit diet and you had a shit. And your wife has had an input. <laughs> yes, Mrs. Mrs. Jules in the blood. In the blood. <laughs> Mrs. in the blood. Don't ever call <laughs> her that ever again. That's disgusting. <laughs> and she's wrong. listening. Brilliant. Well done, Boz. Mrs. Brilliant. Talk Sport. Miss. <laughs> Anyway, oh, right. My lovely wife has said this about Boz. Boz, I remember him just being the quiet one, sat at the end of the bar, eyeing up the barmaids with his pint of coke, <laughs> and thinking if he was to wear glasses, he'd look a tiny little bit like Penfold from Danger Mouse. <laughs> I don't think we can disagree. Have we got a pair of glasses we can pop on him for the Twitter again? Uh, I've got glasses upstairs. Why don't you just go like that? To- I'm gesturing. I'm gesturing again. I'm trying yeah. to make glasses with. Hand motions. And then she said, Stocky, sorry, mate. Genuinely can't remember the first time I met you. Remember Matt talking about you. And then first real time was at our wedding. Yeah. But you seem to think you met Nett at... Uh, yeah, I think I met her at your cup final, final. A couple of years before that. And then she put, nearly... FYI, I've met you lots of times since then. And I think you're all right. And she's <laughs> given you a winky emoji. Hey. I was nearly later uh, than net to your wedding. You you were. I was cutting it fine. I remember just walking past and being like, good luck. <laughs> just, went straight to re- just went straight to the reception. Yeah. Got invited all day, went straight to the party. Um, oh yeah, she's done one for me as well. So, before you move on to the one about you, so she remembers you talking about me. So what, what would you have said? Do you remember? No. 
interesting. No, you don't. <laughs> That's what I can't remember. <laughs> right. Can I read the one that Nets wrote about you? I think if it's you want to. <clears throat> so this is what Net said about Matthew, and it actually starts Matthew. Matthew, there's a lot I could say about you. Dick bag, sarcastic prick, douche canoe, and that's my first impressions. But seriously, I'm not... Oh, am I going to read that bit? I've not read it. I'm not going to get all lovey-dovey for your, your podcast. podcast and embarrass you, but you're definitely my type on paper if the paper was a burning... And it says, and it is what it is, Boz knows, <laughs> Boz knows, Love Island references. <laughs> yeah. So, I was 3-0, by the way, chaps. And there's a... Oh, the giant scored again. What's that emoji? I think that's her blowing me a kiss. And then, yes, no, I did that. think I know it was hot, hot, hot. When we first met. And that sounds that? like a Subway advert, doesn't it? From a few years ago, with that big chilli thing that walked what, in and tried to buy What's that emoji? What is that? What's, that's what's, an aubergine and a it. peach, I think. Aubergine, yeah. As if you wrote your own comment from your wife, for Christ's sake. Yeah, that's in your draft. God, bloody ego. <laughs> Jesus. I oh, know. That's not from you. You've just changed the number. <laughs> oh, no, I just love myself, yeah. From right, before we move on from everyone else's comments, anyone else got anything to say? Don't like either of Right. I've got a few from Facebook. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore it. <laughs> First Please one. gesturing to myself in yeah. the corner. From Andy Cansdale. I remember one of me and Dad's in-jokes. We turned up to one early season game and during the first half, the guys behind us said, not sure about this new guy. A centre-half should be six foot three or more. Still, Chris Hope did all right for us, didn't he? From then on, me and my dad made the comment about any shorter centre back, even if he was brilliant. Chris Hope, one of the very best. Chris Hope, my first favourite player. And we had a. Any more player ones or? Uh, that is long. That one. Shall I read it? Do you want to well, read it? There might be an episode just for that one. In fairness, there's a. I'll try and keep this one as quick as possible. We've got two long stories. Uh, first one's from Steve White. So played Millwall in a friendly in the eighties. Um, after having a few pies and burgers, took to our seats to watch the game. Uh, basically sat with a load of Millwall supporters. Steve decided not to cheer based on the surroundings, but his mate was jumping around cheering. And basically, oh, I read this one earlier. Yes, I did. It was quite funny. To be <laughs> basically, again, yeah, basically again. being threatened. Um, his friend said, "If you lock car up here, me and my mates beside we'll bounce you onto the pitch." Or words to that effect. Steve could feel himself sinking into. <laughs> His seat, nothing thankfully happened, able to carry on watching the game and the comment has just disappeared from my phone, which is absolutely brilliant. I think to sum up, I read it earlier, he carried on second half, we scored again, he thought his mate wouldn't <coughs> jump up and celebrate again because he'd learnt his lesson. No, he decided to jump around like a lunatic for the second time and then at full time suggested going into a well-known Millwall pub for a celebratory pint, at which point I think his mates disowned him. <laughs> to be fair, it was our friendly, you know, so... Which we've got another one also. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe, sure maybe, maybe we won't sit with this fella. Yeah. Uh, and the other one, Alan Swore uh, tweeted, sent me a DM in regards to this one. Uh, he said, a few years ago, he pulled a bird from Cardiff and after a while agreed to go and meet Alan? her. Come on, Alan. <laughs> um, this was on the same day that Jules beat Swindon 5-0. Opening really? day of the season. He was standing in London at the time. Didn't make the match, but he boarded the train to Cardiff. Jackson Patrick. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Adam Miller, I think, and Mark Bentley, the other yeah, two. I think they were right. still got really Spot on. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were top of the league for about an hour and a half, and then Norwich got battered by culture, and we ended up getting relegated. Great times. Times. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam boarded the train wearing his Jules top um, around the same kind of time that the game finished, I guess. 
suddenly found himself being outnumbered 200 to 1 with Swindon fans. So he had to quickly go into the toilet and change into his England shirt. Obviously, he's going to Cardiff. So, <laughs> he's going to get another arriving at Cardiff, he was pulled aside by a copper saying that he would be dead if he got out of the station wearing the England shirt. So he bundled into a question no room. No offer to help him. No, and was basically asked why he was there to change into a normal T-shirt. He then goes on to say that after a few minutes of arriving in Cardiff, getting changed and everything, he meets this bird that he was due to meet, and she arrives with four kids in tow, which was a, <laughs> which wasn't a good first impression to him, as um, he was told that she didn't have kids. After another five minutes of being with the woman and her four kids, <laughs> this is an absolute disaster. You've had a nightmare. Now. She gets a phone call from her husband saying he's five minutes away and was picking him up. <laughs> this is made up. Isn't it? <laughs> After this. He went on a night out, had a good laugh, but he was out of pocket about 300 quid. And he said, the moral of the story, never go with long distance birds, always do your homework first, and always check where the trains are running through and dress appropriately to the situation. So, yeah, don't wear an English shirt in the middle of the car. Yeah. Um, there is a happy ending. Do we, hang on, are we allowed to talk about happy endings on English? <laughs> He's since met his missus who lived a mile away and they've been together eight years now. So congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Sport. And that's an encouraging sign for you. That yeah, there's, there's hope. Yeah. That size isn't everything, doesn't it? Wow! No, I'm just saying. It's encouraging for you. Wow. Uh, In what respects you'll be kicking him out here? <laughs> <laughs> Take it how you wish. I do have massive feet, to be fair. Yeah, and massive shoes. Yes. And a massive head. <laughs> right we've got a few from Twitter uh, that sent you messages Matt so. we, had, we had a brief one from Mike Gammon who talked about one player one of my favourites in the last few years Emmanuel Austin Davey best player in the world multi-ballon door winner I'm pretty sure he's won everything going oh no must be getting mud up somewhere else hasn't he been released by Cambridge Cambridge and Newport in the last two years absolute fucking melon that kid you, you didn't actually say what Alan's first impression Mike first. said Mike, sorry First impression was that he thought he was going to tear up League One yeah. and not just have his contract torn up, which I think sums it up pretty well for me. We've got another couple from... Let's go through DMs here. And an interesting one from... Oh, Reese uh, Hurd, who works on the Jules Fancast, a very um, good and very serious podcast, unlike this one. Go and give it a listen. Um, said that um, the obvious one for him was Tom Eaves. I did nothing but slag him off for the first few games he played for us and he's done all right since. Lots of laughing emojis. And then I asked if there was any regarding myself, Stocky or Boz and he said he remembers me from a Sunday league football match a couple of years ago and just thought I was really, really angry. Well, of course I was <laughs> fucking angry, Reese. You knocked us out on penalties. But yeah, so um, that was Reese, And then a similar one from Luke, slightly longer-winded. Um, a similar one, Tom Eves. I think he's quite popular in terms of players that we said... You either get really wrong, didn't really rate him, scored that trick against South End. Loved him ever since. Although, Luke, I'm going to dig you out on this one. You did describe uh, his two goals as, where was it? You described his last goal as a very good left footed finish. Wasn't that the penalty? That was the penalty that hit the keeper and was basically <laughs> spinning in and he had to race Lee Martin because he feared that Lee Martin was going to pinch it and he basically rolled it in from all that the way. That was the game that um, in the first half, how did you describe Tom Eaves? Clumsy dinosaur. <laughs> Clumsy dinosaur. 
That's no, in a good way. It was meant as a good thing. And now, well, like, you're actually BFFs now. Like, he does speak to you. I want everyone's best friends with Tom Leaves. He's an absolute geezer. I just want to stroke his hair. <laughs> like, that's all it is. Go back to the man crush thing. Like, I just look at his hair and... Yeah. Sometimes I felt when I was talking to him, I was looking lovingly into his eyes. and <laughs> I think he thought the same to you. Yeah. So it's just gone off onto a completely different podcast. I, I do it think he was re- returning it though, you know. Yeah. I think it was a real, like, it was a bond. Yeah. Speaking of digging people out, we got confused in the week. Oh, I was going to leave this to the end, but go on. Gary? Up Gary. Gary. Up the Gary. Um, I'm reviewing the Sunbed videos issues. that I put on yeah, Twitter in regards to Sunbedgate. Which you can still vote for, by the way. Another two I'm days. Not sure out of you two, who comes out of this the worst? And I can just sit over here and laugh. At so you. obviously we were a few years younger. We didn't have beards. No, we were definitely beardless. But Gary was trying to stick See, up for you. Yeah. But he thought. Oh, you thought I was you. Yeah. So he basically thinks I'm right, but thought it was you. Yeah, and I'll dig myself out. Yeah, between the two of us, my belly's a little bit bigger. <laughs> just, just a tad. Just the turn. So on them videos, you know, I think Gary had a bit of a mare. Yeah. I think he admitted it to be fair, didn't he, Gary? So if you're listening, Gary, well done for fucking it up. (laughs) And get back from under the rock. You can come out now, Gary. Because you were wrong. (laughs) Um, We was in the wrong on Twitter as well. Lauren weren't happy with us. That was a bad first impression. She wasn't happy with you. I follow her. Don't start trying to drag me into this. I've followed her for ages. She weren't happy that the... um, Jules in the Blood injury time weren't following enough people back. So Just saying that the Jules in the Blood TV one has been following a Lauren, time. I'm at my depth with it. I'll be I, honest, I'm pretty sure I know Laura. Yeah, you fucked up. <laughs> 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 you fucked her up. She, oh, uh, actually, you're, you're blacklisted. Is it? Don't is worry, it Laura. Laura. It's definitely Laura. Stocky, I'll send you a DM, get your address, and he'll send you some flowers to say sorry for number one ignoring you and number one getting your name wrong. Is it actually Laura? Thinking, he's definitely wrong. Oh, bloody, that's the only thing I didn't fucking write down because I thought I'd be able to remember Laura. La- no, Laura? Laura, Laura P. Laura P. <laughs> you absolutely... Right, let's move on because you've had a you an absolute shocker there, pal. Right, carry on. <laughs> we gloss more over first that one. impressions. Have I've you got, got any on Twitter. I've got a few more on Twitter. I've got one on Twitter. Just um, before we move on to that one, going on to player impressions, have you got any... Oh yeah, I had a couple. I've done one off the day for you, and I've done Tom Eves has been covered I mean, on more yeah, as well. I'd say probably Holy as well because I know me and Matt watching a trial in a reserve game, didn't we? A friendly against that Belgian side, and oh, yeah. didn't he get lobbed? He did. I yeah. think him, got yeah. Again, totally proved me wrong. Hold my hands up. There's a couple of players in this squad. Ogilvy, another one. Is there anyone that you thought was going to be really good that was poor? I mean, I know Osadeo keeps coming up, but that was more actually. Joe Quigley for me. I thought you know he was going to be excellent. He was a bit of a beast in the pre-season, didn't he, a couple yeah. of years ago? I'll, I'll go down with Rafaisi, because the season before, he scored a lot of goals for Rotherham, and I thought he'd do well for us, and he was awful. And Gilan and Dumbuna Sungu, oh, who was highly rated in League 2, but was dog crap for us. <laughs> I had one a few years ago, Dennis Bailey. That was uh, Tony Poulis' first season, and he arrived for £50,000 from QPR, which was quite a lot of money for us back then, considering we was, well, on our arse about three months before and on the verge of going out of business. And he, um, I think he scored five in his first six games. And don't get me wrong, he helped us get promoted by uh, the end of the season, but I think he scored five in his first six games, and he got one the rest of the season. We thought he was going to score about 30 goals that year, and then he was outdone by... Boom, boom, boom. Leo Fortune West, who scored, I think, 12, 15 goals in all competitions, which was, I think, he was played for by the fans, wasn't he? Which was Have you noticed these are all strikers? 
Defenders. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anyone point? you can think of that we paid like, a bit of money for? Yeah, made... I'm thinking that one. Yeah, Steve Islop. Steve, we play, pay money we, we for We paid him. 50 grand, I'm sure, we announced at the time. Oh, yeah. And he, he had a couple of good seasons in Scotland, and I know we brought a few Scottish players over that season, but he was Paul one Shields, I was excited about. Um, Paul Shields, I thought, was okay. He worked right. hard. He's awful. Tony Bullock, one of the worst yeah. keepers I've seen. Tony Bullock, the keeper that couldn't catch it, save it, kick it. <laughs> but apart from that, he was a decent all round goalkeeper. Bloody work side. Paul Shields work side. Get a fucking golden retriever on the pitch, <laughs> shall we? That'll work hard. <laughs> You say same with Gary Mulligan though, didn't we? Yeah, but he scored a few more goals than bloody Paul Shields, didn't Paul he? Paul Shields got one, and I remember which game. It was Hartley Port High. It was a tapping from about three yards it out. It was. Yeah, you couldn't <laughs> miss. <laughs> right, carry on, Matt, with what you've got. I have one from Glenn, who is 80s Hog on Twitter. and This is slightly different. This was regarding his um, son's first impression of Priestfield Stadium. And to cut a long story short, basically his first visit... Um, having been going to watch the Arsenal a few times at the Emirates, turned up to the Priestfield and turned around to his dad and said, I thought you, pl- are you serious? Are we playing at a Sunday league ground? <laughs> <laughs> Being a gooner and only witnessing football at the Emirates, his perception of league one grounds was clouded to say the least. So to sum up, Priestfield made a positive first impression on a fan of Premier League football with no clue of life outside the top 20. And I think he's a regular now and he goes home yeah. and away. So that's yeah. a good one. Exactly. And I've got two left on... Oh, I've got this weird one. I've got an interesting one here from an ex-football agent who doesn't want to be named. Um, it's not Dutch. This is not a real in the know. This is just a, an in the know in the know. Who basically listed a load of players that he's tried to send Jules away recently and over the years. And Boz, your football manager, man. So um, I'm just going to reel some of these off and people can make of it what they will. Um, Jack Ruddy, a goalkeeper. He's not John. I think he's, now? I think he's at Wolves and was on loan somewhere in Portugal yeah. last season. Can I read the next one up? Yeah, if you can pronounce it. Toby Leroux? Not a clue. The French oh, under 21 international, Toby Leroux. Fair play. Probably done me there. Right, these are back to serious ones now. <laughs> Regino Cecilia. No. Young forward, Henrico Drost. No. Roland Burkamp. I think he might have had us all here to be no, fair. No, Roland Burkamp, he's actually a real player. He's a forward. I've got a feeling he's at Ajax. David Cisse, a fullback from Watford. Yep, I know that name. And he said that he also was responsible for getting Frank Nubel in for his second loan spell. And the other name that he mentioned was Danny Whitehall, a forward from Major League Soccer. No idea. Juan King? <laughs> you might be later, but we're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get rid of someone else. So, so far, this, right, we haven't mentioned it once yet, and then Matt comes on the pod, and this is the third time that's been mentioned. Yeah. No, I was speaking about it's the Spanish fairness, it under 21 player. Why you need to buy 32 <laughs> toilet rolls? You save money in the long term. <laughs> you don't, because you just wink more. <laughs> wow. Wow. wow, it's gone right down. Right. right, anyway, back to the four times. <laughs> we need a we've got uh, just two more on WhatsApp. One from Simon, who we've already spoken about, who runs Jules Three Six Five, and basically we'll set it up for us. The hero. Up the Simon. <laughs> um, basically talking about Alan Powton, who joined the Jules back in two thousand and four. I thought he was going to be the missing piece in our midfield jigsaw. Paul Smith's legs had gone at that point, and Putin's combative nature and ability to hold us. Pouting. Is he, is he pouting? Alan Pouting. Alan's pouting. Alan Pouting. <laughs> in the middle of the field, looked like the perfect replacement. Unfortunately, it didn't quite work out. He was in and out of the side with injuries. Never really stayed fit long enough to be a midfielding forcer. And I thought he would have been for us. 
I thought he was a perfect man to not only anchor the midfield, and he only made 44 starts in three years. That's a good one. I like that. Old yeah. school reference. And yeah. Pelton as well. I remember going mad when he missed a penalty against I think it was Cardiff. Cardiff, Cardiff at home. Would have I'll shout if you sent us down, and I think he did that season. And to give a, a reference as to how far he fell, I think <laughs> a few seasons yeah, after that, he actually pitched up in Sunday League and played against me and knocked me out of a Sunday League Cup. So there's one hell of a. That's got to be one of the biggest. So he's played against you, crashes. and I bought him a drink. So he's been, yeah, so he's gone from being <laughs> a full time professional yeah, footballer in sitting well. to drinking with Boz and playing football yeah. against me. I mean, crossed. Uh, what? I was watching football in Stumbling and he was in there. And I he was Stumbling? I actually asked him if, that, if it was him. With Tom. And he laughed and we started talking about football and <laughs> I ended up buying him a drink, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. It's an interesting story. Well, you right. did ask. <laughs> Last one I've got is from David Miller and this is quite a good one as well. This is about our 2012 13 league winning manager. I really wasn't sure about Martin Allen at all. He was a bit of a journeyman and living in Cheltenham at the time. I'd heard stories about alleged misdemeanours and overspending budget. However, on the field, the results were good, but I still wasn't sure of his character. I remember Jill's needing to beat Cheltenham away to secure promotion, and it was my boy's birthday. So I wrote to the club asking if they could let me know the hotel they were staying at so that Junior could go and get his pictures taken. I travelled into London when my phone rang at around 7am during the week and was um, greeted with, Hello, is that David? It's Martin Allen here. Yeah, of course it is. Who's taking the piss was my response. It soon dawned on me it was Martin Allen. He said, you wanted me to get your son some autographs. How about both of you join us the day before the game for dinner? I was blown away, blah, 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 blah. Several pints of Guinness and a large bar bill later, basically got drunk with Martin Allen. Uh, the boy was offered to um, be mascot, but actually refused and said that Martin Allen needed to be concentrating on getting a result against Cheltenham so that Jules could get promoted. <laughs> but um, to sum up, Dave said, what a man. Even a Jill's defeat couldn't spoil a wonderful weekend. Um, yeah, and I think Martin Allen was equally impressed with Junior as Junior was with Martin Allen. Nice. Yeah, so a nice story, that one. Enjoy that. Good way to kind of end this little segment, yeah. unless anyone's got anything else. No, I, I think, think that's me all done. Um, I think we've pretty much wrapped this up then. Um, one last thing before we go. Anything bugging either of you in general? This, this means you've got something. Well, you're on about this that we're watching on the telly. No, no, just in general. Is there anything? VAR can fuck off. There, oh, we, go. there we go. That's, there you go. That's your thing to moan about this VAR week. VAR can, can fuck off, Boz. I haven't really this week. Oh. He's, he's all right. He's all chilled out. He's having me. I've had a kebab. I've got a cider on the go. Yeah. I'm happy. Mine is Love Island can get the fuck off the telly. <laughs> it can't finish quick enough. I hate the thing. I mean, and the fact weeks. that you two watch it has made me want to unfriend you. Both. Stop putting your hand up. You're not, not a video this <laughs> time. Right, we'll wrap this up. Matt, first time on. Been good fun. Won't, won't be the last time. Definitely. Be a regular now. Oh, great. Uh, Boz has got room in his bedroom for yourself. There's a little cupboard you can sleep in. There is a cupboard. He's got um, Jules Duvet and Tommy True Blue's <laughs> head. So, yeah, we won't talk about how I got there. As a seven horse's head is, I might just go <laughs> home and sleep in my own bed next to my wife. Right, cheers for listening, guys. Um, if you're not already, follow the Jules and the Blood Injury Time Twitter account. It's GITB Time. Yeah, it wouldn't let you change yeah, it, would it? It wouldn't let me change it, but there we go. Um, as I said, we've done the vlog earlier in the week in regards to uh, the Steve Evans Q&A. Stephen Evans. Stephen Evans. Stephen Evans. And we might have a little bit of content coming up over the weekend, mightn't we? There might be something, yeah. So there keep your eyes peeled on the channel. We're not going to say what until obviously it is finalised. And reference in the pod quickly is obviously remember now we are on Anchor, which is automatically fed through to Spotify. We are on there, and we should be live on is it Google Search and Apple, Apple, iTunes. Apple iTunes in the next few days. Boom, we've gone big time. We are 
take it over the world. <laughs> right, cheers for listening. Until next time. Up the juice. Up the juice. You're not going to say.